This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. You ever feel like we're uh, getting into a ring for a title fight? Like every time we walk into this studio to do this podcast, we're just like, you know, holding the belt up. No, it's kind of the opposite. I feel like I've gotten my ass beaten all day and, oh, let's do another round. Go ahead, Hoyt. Audio Fun Bag, chapter uh, 38 of uh, of this storied podcast, all brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com. Also, schedule service online over at NEIUSA.com or give them a call, 770-451-5057 for all your vintage audio and video equipment. Are you sure last week wasn't 38? I think we're 39 now. Are we 39? Yeah. Or it can be volume 38 part two. I'm trying to just get to 40 because then we can be like, yeah, like everything around here right now is UGA 40, UGA 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. 40. And quite honestly, you know, we do pretty well. um, So that's all I'm saying, right? Hang on. I got to burp. You got to say anything more about it? So we're now, we're one week out. From yeah, the trip to Biloxi. Can they still get in on this thing? Yes, uh, a very limited number of rooms. I think out of the amount we had, from last I was told, we've booked either 15 or 20 for this trip. So we've done our job. Uh, the Golden Nugget is hosting us with the sports book for next Saturday for the Georgia-Florida game. And so you can just click the link that you'll see on this thing. And, and if you want to book a room, come on out. We're going to do Thursday to Sunday morning. And again, they're hosting us at their sports book, and we get to put down uh, wagers. And as a reminder, those who show up will get to join the podcast next week, right? I think that's what we've agreed to. Are you to. allowing that? I know that we're giving them vodka. Here's the so thing: we're we're handing you a bottle of vodka and like fun stuff, and then saying, "All right, let's get, let's do this." I know it's very hard for you to share the stage; like you're kind of the diva. I'm just in the background playing the bass, just slapping the bass. How am I? You are the much bigger diva. <laughs> diva. I'm just kind of here. Like it's like when I joke around at work. Hey, listen, I'm just here because they told me I had to be. You know, or whenever Matt's like, "Hey, thanks you for joining the show." I'm like, I've been kind of mandated by management to have to be here. <laughs> I'm just, I just go and do what, what I'm told when I'm told to do it. All right, not a whole lot of creativity here with that. Can we talk about the elephant in the room? And I know you got your show sheet somewhere that you want to talk about. Does it about. look like there's a show sheet? No, somewhere? I was. Just doing that. For I the had audience. a couple. I had a couple of notes from yesterday when we thought about recording, but your wife wasn't feeling well, and we have a Falcons game. So if you're listening and it's Thursday night, hopefully you're either in great Falcons pain or great Falcons comfort. The elephant in the room, the third co-host of uh, this show, is is the sty that's on my eye right now. I've been there, you know. I've been there, and it's uncomfortable. And and you, it sucks. You know, <laughs> I've been int- I've intentionally spent the entire week. Not looking at you because the only thing that freaks you out 
when you have a sty, yeah, me. you feel like everybody's looking at you. So I'm not looking at you. Have you noticed that I haven't been looking at you regularly? Yeah, and that's weird too because we're trying to do a podcast, yet you continue to stare at the wall instead of at me, which makes me feel even worse. It does. Yes. Do like, you want me to stare? You're, <laughs> you're looking right you now. Go- you're looking away from Dear me. God, <laughs> like you're Stevie Wonder. Like your eyes are just trying to avoid me. Oh no, I'm me playing the way. piano, and I'm not even looking at the piano. I'm just looking at something on the ground. And then I got Chuck's fucking camera putting me on the TV here, and all I see is this massive just bolt. It's like. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Was it I, I Rockman had that had the head coming out of his head? Like, that's yeah. what I have right now. I had one. I, I've only had one in my entire life. So when you said, I've got a sty starting, I was like, oh, I felt bad for you. because. <laughs> and I've had, I had my wife tell me when I started saying, hey, I got this. And she goes, oh, you have a sty. I was like, what, what is that? I've never had one before. But when I did, that was the most uncomfortable week of just going like, like I started bringing glasses to wear to the station so that people would stop looking at my eye. That was, I, you know what, I need to do that probably. Like last night I found myself, we have those fancy knives that you can't put in the dishwasher, you know, you yeah. have to hand wash them and I'm sitting there just hand cleaning them and I'm just thinking to my, I'm not going to do it. Like, you know, we've but, all but sat there could and I pop this thing? thought about, you know, slitting your wrist or whatever. Like I'm not going to do it, but I'm. Just thinking, like, if I just stab it and just get it over with, that's, it would feel so good. I don't think relieved. that actually works, though. It may I, not, but I, it's like popping a zit, dude. Once yeah. it's popped, like, it's probably going to get infected and scar and look bad. But damn, that feeling of relief, like, it, it would be orgasmic I, at this point. I remember when I had mine, Ugh. I was constantly, like, at work, driving to work, getting home. I'd go to the <laughs> basement. Immediately, it was hot towel, and I'd just stick it on my eyeball. And I kept doing that over and over and over, and that apparently, you know, got it to, to go quicker. But I remember w- that evening, it was like 9 30, 10 o'clock. I'm a few drinks in, watching like a Thursday night football game. And I remember as I've got this this thing against my face, I feel this pressure release, and I'm like, what the? It popped! <laughs> it it freaking popped! I was so excited. Like, I go to the bathroom, and I'm like, yeah! Yeah! Because it was like some sort of victory had been won against the invader on my face. I like how I can beat COVID, but I can't beat this freaking sty in my eye. So I'm glad we got that out of the way. I feel better. Just look at me. Look at me. I'm not going to look at you. My sty is the captain. Look at me. I'm not going to look at me. I'm the captain now. He's basically (laughs) running the the whole show. He's running the whole show. Do you feel like you're you're scaring your kids? Then you tell them you got it for Halloween? My my son does not. He can't rationalize it. And if you know anything about kids, by the way, you know this. You had two. Somehow they find a way to hit every part of your body that is in pain right now. Like when they get to the age of four or five, nuts are just in perfect range. Oh, for yeah. Every time their hands flail, pop your nuts. For some reason right now, every time my son goes to give me a hug, he likes to headbutt my freaking sty. I'm like, stop like, ah. touching. Yeah, they have a way of doing that. And then they'll bring it up in front of you because they don't realize I'm, you're being a little bit sensitive about this sort of thing. Well, I have pictures of him in the tub with a little dong. So I'll make up for this in like 20 years. Just wait for that graduation party at like 18. <laughs> Check out your dong picture when you were just a little one. Did you get those, by the way? Did did Mama Los ever throw you like one of those graduation parties where you got the video, the tribute video? They put no. music under it, and there was like a uh, a slideshow going on. No, and and the reason why, like my goal was always, they I'm going to do you. this. No, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to college. And I think that like we would have the the senior celebrations and all that sort of stuff. And you go to the senior party and um, um, all that stuff after graduation. Scrapbook. Right. All that sort of stuff. Um, after that, it was like, all right, see you when I see you. I'm going to Dallas Fort Worth. Like I, <laughs> I was excited. Like 
hey, I, as soon as I'm done here, uh, I've got about 60 days and then I've got a, a, a car packed up and I'm heading out. So there was never that. I think if you try and make high school into some like amazing finality, like I get it if you went to high school for six years. Like then you you'll probably celebrate it differently. But if you go just for a quick four, such a then, then you get out the door fast. Because you know I graduated high school in five and a half years. High school was the finish line for my parents. I think that's why I think they threw a party for themselves. Like more probably. of their friends came over than my friends because they were just excited we're done with him. Probably. It's official. Uh can we finish off this segment with this topic? Um so I've been trying to convince you that we need to do this on a more full-time basis, like a, hey, why don't we get the kids off to school, take care of some stuff, and then let's do a podcast with also a corresponding Twitch channel and do it like, you know, 9 to 11 or 10 to whatever. I mean, well, obviously, you can't do 10 to noon. It's not going to work, but why not? I, I, I kind of think that we have enough to do 20 or 30 minutes on a daily basis, and there's enough stuff going on. I think we have... Maybe the listeners should tell us. I mean, do y'all want a daily sort of thing? Do y'all want a few more times a week? What are y'all pondering here? Because I certainly, I, I would feel better about doing that than what we have to do at the end of a work day. Because th- by that by that time, you and I roll in here and it's fun, but we're also like, man, I'm talked out after seven hours. I've been putting up with too much stuff around here. Okay, A, you're talking about doing a Twitch channel, the guy who has a thing on his eye, so I'm not really into the video thing right now. I would just, you know what we would do? We Put would makeup just, on me. No, no, we would just use an avatar for you that week. <laughs> where and it, w- and it would actually say at the bottom, it would say sty week, I sty week. <laughs> and so it would just be your little your little avatar. Might be, um, you know, your little Kirby ball or something like that, and that's what you would have. No, I want like one of those beach caricatures you get drawn with like a mat, like an oversized style in my eye, and then like my lip an oversized dip. <laughs> what if it's like you, but like all the way muscular, <laughs> like you're like some sort of superhero, like they like they put the Marvel rendering on you, and suddenly you're like, oh my god, he's massive. Here, I'll just be honest. I don't think people give a shit. I really don't think people care. To get more Hoyt and Los in their life, like I know, I know you really truly believe people want more Los and Hoyt. No, no, I I just think that there are there are things that have changed. Like we have been through a lot of change at this radio station. The only thing that's been consistent, uh, as far as our end, is that people are saying, "Hey, can we get some more stuff?" That's it. Because when when lineups change, you go to stuff that you depend on and that you enjoy, and you say. Okay, can you please fill the void of other things that I'm not enjoying or things that I haven't gotten used to? And, and you, I think the, the audience is used to us. And you're very gung ho about doing this. You you are all on board. You want to do see because Twitch and Grinder and all this other stuff. It and doesn't YouTube. and YouTube and you porn and all that. It doesn't make sense to me. Like I I know I consume these things, but it doesn't make sense that people would want. Me, I won't even say us because I feel like that's putting you in the wrong place. Me, people don't want more Hoyt in their life. There's just enough Hoyt. Like you don't get drunk every night, but every once in a while you want to just pour one open. What if, because it it is kind of sports and lifestyle and other stuff like that, but... Do we talk sports? A little bit. (laughs) I mean, we talked about George Alabama last week. That's true. We'll get into some of that. But what if it's that plus... We do like some gaming or some call-in stuff, or maybe we offer uh, love advice, you know, like old love line. (laughs) Wouldn't that be hilarious just to hear you sent this into Hoyt and Hoyt responds back to you by letting you know, no, listen, she's going to leave you. I have experience in this. Or I say, listen, you're not going to get laid for about three months. Trust me. I know. You know, these are the sort of things we can help people with. Because in this room, 
we have three marriages. We have three marriages between us. It's two people. And and a wealth of experience in marriage. We're talking like <laughs> 18 years now or so. We got a lot between 18 and three months. We're good. I will give it a shot. I'm very hesitant about okay, it. I just I'm, want you to give it a try. I'm, I'm Let's timid. just see. Yeah, sure. I'll dip my toe in the water, do a little line, and uh, maybe I'll like it. You're still not looking at me. Coming up next on the Audio Fun Bag podcast featuring Hoyt Stye. <laughs> Can we name it? Some news that'll uh, make Hoyt and many of you very, very happy as far as your uh, your attempts to go out and be around people. We'll do that next. My sty. It's got a good personality. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. Hoyt will roll on everything because he, he's constantly trying to get everything in order. This has been John Kincaid approved, but he decided to disclose some information to Hoyt. Hoyt, I, I'm pretty sure I went. I had my biggest bowel movement that I ever had in my life today. <laughs> Wait a minute. Ho- hold on. All right, I'm taking back that A-plus comment I just made. <laughs> Did you do this again where you played something Hoyt off air again? You taped something? No, no, he was act- he was recording, I believe. He was he was knocking out something so John could run off to go do the CBS show that he was taking care of. All right, I understand that. Does John know that portion of it was going to see the light of day? He does now! <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> You were in there a long time. Were we recording? You looked nervous. No, it's fine. Uh, I was actually just saving... Editing right on the fly. Uh, episode 39. So you were right. <laughs> Last week was 38. Were you checking that to yeah, check I, my math? I check your math. You know, you're good at math, but I sometimes go back and double I, check. I just completely lost the uh, the number in my mind. All brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. Visit them online, neiusa.com or 770-451-5057. All those uh, home appliances, they can help you with that. But if you got vintage stuff that you want to get working again... Jamie and his team can help you with that sort of stuff, too, so check them out. When they invoice us, they're going to be like, hey, there's an extra show on here, and you're only at show 38. What's going on? We're going to be like, our accounting was off, <laughs> and I'm sorry that I'm also accounting, so that's fun. I don't want to get political, but you ready for this stuff to be over? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that I'm... I'm I'm at two points. I'm tired head. That's your word. I stole it, but I am so tired head, man. I'm tired that everything gets made into something political during an election year. You can't just have something happen and then somebody doesn't look to take advantage of it. Like, for instance. Like a bowel movement. I Well, somebody will look to politicize it if they can. (laughs) Like, how can this possibly? And then the ads will come out. How can he possibly have a bowel movement? He's not American. (laughs) And then, of course, the other side is like. I have all the bowel movements. I'm American. And of course, they both have the same sound and everything else. Dun, 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 dun. But I think that now that we've seen everything politicized this year from sports to holding sports to opinions uh, to viruses, all of these things gets to the point where you just say, I just want politics to take a break. And maybe things will get back to a little bit more normal, but we'll see. And so maybe next week, maybe we will go off to Biloxi and we'll just say, okay, everything just kind of quiets down a little bit because 
one of the things that, that my wife is concerned about, she's like, well, what if you get COVID while you're, uh, while you're over there? And I was like, that'd be kind of kick ass. And I have to hang out in a casino for 10 days. Like, all right, let's go. Um, That's got to be one of the best places to quarantine, right? In a casino hotel? Wouldn't it be kind of awesome? <laughs> Not at a resort casino hotel. Exactly. That's what's going on. But I, I, I say that not to try and you know make light of these things. But so one of the pieces of news that was out last week from Britain was how, listen, the antibody only lasts for this amount of time. And okay, you'll, then you'll get it again. Here's how it's going to work. My superpowers die is what you're telling me. Maybe not. <gasps> because the follow-up review of that information said today, yes, you do. You have different waves of antibody. And so, yes, that first wave might go about three months and then it goes away. But you have tiers of waves. So you have the next tier of antibody that's been built up and the next one and the next one. And so what they have found that this can go on for months and months and months and months and months. So when we joked around about how you ran out of antibody in Tuscaloosa and now you're going to get sick again. That doesn't seem medically true now based off the information that's out there. And what was basically said in in this 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 peer reviewed study was how. If you get measles, you get the measles one time, you'll never get it again. That's how that goes. Chicken pox. The flu is on the opposite end. You can get the flu and you can get the flu again and again and again. COVID, coronavirus, is somewhere in the middle where you won't have lifetime immunity, but you also aren't going to get it again very easily based off of how the numbers look in comparison to the flu. And that's nice for me to hear. Right. And it can extend out and everything else. But here's where I think I have a bigger issue than you. Because I'm, you know, I'm obviously a COVID survivor. That's how we you, label ourselves. You, your support group, <laughs> when you go to your Facebook page and you say, Hey, I'm Hoyt. I'm a COVID survivor. I'm a, I'm a survivor. <laughs> and then there's the, the asymptomatic dude that you look at it and you're like, he's a fucking poser, man. He's like, he didn't even get a symptom. He didn't even get a sniffle. Now, the difference is, though, you are not in that camp yet. But here's where my hesitation do, is. Do we know this? And uh, that's the deal. Well, you did do an antibodies test at one point, and you did not have it in maybe May. When March. did you get March? Okay, that was like March. So I should really follow up with that and get another one just to see. Because at that point, then I'll know why did you give this to me <laughs> at some point doing podcasts with you? And um, no, no, no. Do, do I now have to leave the building, or can I go like <laughs> kept working? What am I supposed to do at that point? Like you, you get these asymptomatic people, and I, I think. We're, I, I try to tell people this. So let me just say this, and then you you go from here. Okay. So we go to the, the, our place in Florida, and there is a doctor who owns the restaurant in the neighborhood that we go, and we go to his restaurant. He is also the doctor over at the local hospital. They've got, you know, one of those, like, two-story, you know, regional hospitals, and he's one of the guys there. Yeah, and, beach hospital kind of right. thing. Smaller one. Well, when he was in the Army, he dealt with infectious disease. And so... What his job was at times was that when we'd have like an Ebola outbreak, like in the movie Outbreak, he's the guy in the giant, you know, rubber suit. Hazmat suit, yeah. Having to go in and take a look at these things and study them and figure out, okay, what's this, what's this? So he's like, he really lived that stuff. And we're sitting at the bar and and he starts talking to me about it. And then we start kind of, you know, shooting the shit. And he goes, here's the thing. In the whole history of existence on this planet, he goes, especially in human history, he's like, there's two things. There is stuff that's very easy to spread, really tough to kill you with. It's like, and he goes, more like what we're dealing with now. If if you're talking 99.6% of people 
uh, end up surviving, but it's easy to spread, then that's what he's saying. He goes, then there's stuff like Ebola. He goes, now you can be having sex with someone who has Ebola and they spit in your mouth and it's still going to be hard to transmit. But if you get it, it's got a kill rate of somewhere between 40 to 60%. Like you're probably going to die. There's a better than zero chance. He's like, we've never had easy to spread will kill you or will kill you a majority amount of the time. And so with all that being said, I'm, I kind of hope that somebody passed this little gift to me at some point and I never knew about it and never knew anything about it and, and was over with. Can we go back to that last comment? What kind of sex are you having? Uh, I'm not having anybody spit in my mouth, but that, he was that's what he was highlighting. He goes, he goes, he goes, it's hard to transmit this. Like when we would always have fun with Ebola, don't touch your friends. Yeah, no touching. It's, it's dangerous. Yeah. Because these other viruses we can spread without touching Ebola, like you have to come into real contact with somebody to make that stuff happen. And so that's why he would always say, easy to spread, hard to kill you. This one hard to spread. It will kill you. Well, here's my issue as a COVID survivor that you don't have to go through right now. If you get COVID, what happens to you? Everybody looks at you. Oh, he's got COVID. Poor Los. Everything else. Do I steal your thunder? Is that what you're telling me? Like no be a bummer. Los, let's say hypothetically my antibodies did wear off, or I kept testing them because I will say since I've had the you know the A. I've tried. I've tested every limit. I've gone to Tuscaloosa. I've gone to Arlington. I don't kind of mask up as much. Oh, yeah. You ball out is what you do. You're like, hey, look what I got. I got the Scarlet A. I'm much more liberal with it. But what if I catch it twice? Like, now I'm looked upon as a leper. If if you get it twice, like one time, all right, it's an accident. Cool. You know, you hooked up with another girl while you were married. Twice, now you're a habitual cheater. Now it's a practice. That's... That's that's my fear. Like, if you catch it, you're okay. Because, you know, like, 7 million people have had it or whatever. You catch it twice, there's only, like, 7 people in this world that have gotten it twice. So, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy that's on the news because he got it twice in Georgia. I think you really need to shoot for the stars on this one. <laughs> Three times? Well, the only way it's going to happen, because you and I live pretty chill lifestyles right now, and that's just how it goes. That's why we're looking forward to a casino trip and... Right. We've heard from enough people how it's all set up and what they do and how they screen their staff. We're like, all right, that's cool. I feel comfortable with that. I'm just saying that if you happen to be that guy that beat it twice in the building, man, like there's nothing that's going to kill you. You become like the our former boss, Jim Mahaney. Like it's all cigarettes and alcohol and COVID and you can you can roll right through any of it. Yeah. Or I just become a lab rat and they just start taking oh, my blood. They're going to harvest your plasma to find out like, how do we beat this thing? Which is my biggest fear now. So I can't be the guy that catches COVID twice. Well, you, that, you've got all of these... Yeah, you've got all of these treatments that are coming along and everything else. That's why I'm like, all right, I'm not it's, worried it's about different. it killing me. Yeah. I'm worried about publicly. Having to, have, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Having to chill back in your house again for another two weeks. God, that was the worst freaking part. Like, doesn't that sound, it sounds, it's almost like when you pretend that you're sick back in high school or middle school and you had the whole day to yourself and you sleep in until 1030 and then you realize, shit, I got to kill like five more hours till my friends get home and then your friends get home and you can't play outside with them and you realize I should have just gone to school this entire time. Like, it sounds great Netflixing and chilling by yourself for two weeks till you realize it's not as cool like day two, day three. I like to just imagine you like walking around the house like in a lonely fashion with like the same boxes you've had on for three days and they're they're not like stained. 
but they're clearly worn. They're a little tattered. They're a little beaten, and, and you're just a beaten man. I look like Tony Soprano. I'm in my wife beater with, oh, my, yeah. with my robe over, and I'm just staring into the refrigerator blindly like for like four minutes, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to eat. And you're, and you're doing that heavy mouth breathing that he would do when he walk around. He would just be like, I can't believe y'all said that to me, by the way. I watched... All right, so just to catch everybody up, so Hoy went back and watched The Sopranos because he never did. And Finally. I am three episodes from the end. Yeah, you were into the final season. Christopher... Christopher's dead. He's now dead. Tony killed him. If I spoiled it, that's on you. Um, yeah, you, you had 15, 20 years too, buddy. <laughs> but I I didn't even notice Tony's <sighs> heavy breathing. I never noticed it. You and Matt go, have you noticed the heavy breathing, breathing. in like season four? And the last two seasons, it's annoyed the shit out of me. But and, and you'll notice, and this is where I wonder if it's intentional. A lot of it is when he's contemplating it is. or when he's angry. And it's almost like I don't want to say it's like a lion roar, but it's the there's a there's a rage that's going on in him, and the breathing picks up. And I think that's kind of part of of the magic of what that is. It's definitely when he's always in the therapist office with Melfi, and he's thinking or contemplating or going into deep thought. He's giving the heavy breathing. Now here's a weird thing, and I don't know how to handle this or what's going to happen. We all know how Sopranos end. Like even I knew how Sopranos ended because it was everywhere. Right. Lisa doesn't know. She was in high school and kind of back in high school, I didn't, whether you, you had so much more going on than HBO. Like you and I were in college. All my friends, all my roommates would gather around on Sunday night and watch it. It just wasn't a thing for me. I know how it ends. She doesn't. You think she's going to think the power went off like everybody else did? Uh, I think it's, and this is where the world's different. Because it's don't stop believing, right? Journey, and they're in the restaurant, right? And it just goes straight black. And and Meadow is trying to part the car, and, and then <laughs> it's the like a swings. nineteen point turn, right? It's the the tension keeps growing. The problem that we now have is that we now have had the creator say, "Oh yeah, he's dead." But Lisa doesn't know that. Right. She has not read any of this. But so that's but I, that's where I tell you, she's going to think about it, and then the first thing she's going to do is grab her phone, because that's the difference now. <laughs> When, when we didn't have that out there, when we didn't have it out there for 15 years, you could legitimately say, oh, maybe they're going to do a movie, or maybe they're going to do this and this, or maybe that, maybe he's still alive. No, we find out the creator's like, no, no, he's dead. Now, here's the interesting thing. Do I watch the end scene and take it in for all it's worth, or do I watch Lisa? And the reason I ask that is because, going back to Game of Thrones, which you finally did catch up on, Lisa had read the books. She knew the Red Wedding was coming. Lisa never watched the Red Wedding happen when it happened live. She watched, she you. watched me and from my reaction to when all that shit went down. Do I watch Lisa or do I watch the TV? I think watching your wife would probably be better. The only thing that I would say, there's, a, there's such an ambiguity to it that all of us who watched it live. What was that like? We were more frustrated the next morning. <laughs> That sucks. Like, and that's the difference. It's like you. It was a very similar thing. Like when, 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 uh, when we all watched the final season of of Game of Thrones, I caught up. Like I watched everything like in about a three week span. So I was never sitting there thinking like, oh, I invested all this time and I'm 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 angry about this finish. I was like, would I've liked a different ending? Yeah, probably. But also, you're writing something that the actual creator had not even written yet. So yeah. you're you're kind of trying to do it from there. Um. When it came to Sopranos, we all got to work the next day and just went, "Man, that's some bullshit." Like, I want to know, like, like, is he dead or is he not? And 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 the, and for 15 years, they didn't tell you; they just left it to you. And so that was the the difference. It's 
it's a lot different than like Breaking Bad. Walt dies, but we see Walt die doing the thing he loved, which was he's around his 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 cooking equipment. Well, and that's what I was going to ask. Have we, other than Breaking Bad, in great TV, great TV shows, have we had finality in most of them? Because like Mad Men, you don't get the finality, and I know you didn't get into Mad Men, but he gets the. He gets the dream of, I'd like to buy, and that's all you get. Breaking Bad gave it to us. Game of Thrones gave us a week ending that it seemed like they just summed everything up in 15 seconds. Put a a bow on it. There was supposed to be so much more. And then Sopranos doesn't give us the ending, so that's what I'm asking. Have we had other great finalities in TV? Nah, it's just Seinfeld sucked too, and you weren't a Seinfeld guy, but that one sucked. I I, I watched it just because it was was an event, and you were like, wow, that was was stupid. Yeah, it's very hard to satisfy everybody. And then what I think what was so different about Breaking Bad is that we started off that entire thing knowing this guy has terminal cancer. And even though you're like, oh, he bought himself some more time, you're still like, this is what's coming. And so you always knew it was going to end with his death. But the way that he got back at the guys that had taken his money, and he wasn't interested in the money, he was just interested in letting you know, no, I am the danger there was something really cool about that. And then, of course, we get the payoff with El Camino with, with Jesse Pinkman and get yeah. the end of that story. I was co- completely fine with Jesse drove his car off into the desert and he lived however he lived from there on. I wish we wouldn't have got an ending on Jesse, by the way. I, I wish they would not have done the movie and just left it the way it was because I thought it was a perfect ending. But it's just it's weird that TV doesn't give us that finality like you get in movies at least. Um but maybe it is. Maybe it's just we invest so much time into it. Like in a movie, you invest what two hours at max? Two, two hours. Here's this. That's the longest one I can think of. Like two two hours and thirty minutes. A TV series, man, you're investing seven years of your life for the great ones. But that is, and this is where I would say this was different. Like Marvel was genius because you invested in what twenty one different films over about an eleven year period. So by the time you got the finality of what you did, that wasn't every week. And you would wait two to three years. Oh, here's the next one. But then you would get another film from over here, another film from over here. You had this emotional connection where you're like, whoa, what an awesome ending to this entire thing that's being packaged up. That was what was kind of cool about that, that I I would only compare that to like a Breaking Bad where you went. That made that totally made sense. Hang on. That Marvel movie I watched, that was the finale. Like there is no more. No, that is basically the final to phase one. Oh, phase one started with like. Uh, 2000 what was it like 2006 Iron Man, and went all the way forward to 2019. Okay, so that's kind of how that and that would span those films plus another group of films plus another group of films, and they're all tied together. Moment of silence, Black Panther. <laughs> I lost. I knew you couldn't do it. <laughs> Lost. See, because I am emotionally invested in these films. You are not. So you just mock them. You mock everything. You have no love in your life outside of your children and your wife. You held out well. There's there. nothing else that you dig that much, except maybe Georgia. That's about it. Those are the those are the ones in like the giants of San Francisco. All right, coming up next, we review one of the weirdest pieces of audio and video and how it happened in the history of this radio station. Moment of silence, Georgia, Alabama National Championship. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club.
Disney Junior, there's a show called Special Agent Oso. We watched it. Yeah. yeah, the stuffed bear that's kind of like their Bond character. Well, whenever he's trying to complete an assignment, his Palm Pilot gives him the three steps that he has to do. This was about meal prep. Now, just see if anything jumps out to you in this piece of audio from today's show. Your special assignment is starting now. And three special steps will show you how. Step one, wash the vegetables. Step two, chop the vegetables. Step three, toss the salad. I stepped back. You're preparing a salad before a meal. Yes, you toss it up. You put the dressing in it, and you throw some croutons on it. You call it a meal. What am I missing? Toss the salad. Right? All right. They're they're, they're counting on what's the age group for this? <laughs> My daughter watches that. She's four. four. So yes, there. She likes a okay. good little ranch on the dressing on the Unless salad. I missed the six months Zoe had to serve at the big house. Zo- Zoe. 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 Toss. I mean, I'll mention my daughter with did, that. Did she plead out? Because unless she spent a lot of time at the federal pen, Lo, you're degenerate. That the fact that you like you think that's just so funny, Mister Double Entendre. And it, I'm gonna. It, it jumped out to that's me a little not bit. Funny. Did, it, did it? In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it Five dollar minimum balance required. Audio fun bag, chapter thirty nine. All brought to you by responsibly vodka and Norman's Electronics. Remember, we are heading out to Biloxi next week. We'll be doing the podcast over at the Golden Nugget. We'll be knocking it out from their sports book. So, if you want to join us, just click on the link that is going to be uh, available to you on Twitter. Once we publish this thing this evening, uh, by the way, Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com, 770-451-5057. So this is going to be a short final segment, but but I wanted to start off by just saying this is a piece of audio probably about about a year and a half, almost two years ago is where we're at right now. And this was during a time period where the radio station had fully employed – uh, sweet Caitlin, who is getting married uh, next week. Oh, so shout rest, out to Caitlin. Rest in peace. By the way, she does listen to this thing from time to time. Yeah, when she she's enjoys traveling. it. Yeah, so it. shout out Caitlin. So one of the things as the now full-time social media director was trying to show what the station's like on a regular basis, which is antics and stupidity and just a, a, a weird kind of vibe at times. We have to pass the time somehow before our shifts start or right. during the shift just to pass the time, have fun, keep keep the momentum going, keep the flow of the show and the fun and everything else going even when the mics are off. And so Brian Hoyt <laughs> takes it upon himself at times to just goof around at the radio station just to no. kind of make sure that everybody has the mindset where they need to have it. Like, I'll go walk into an office and visit and talk and throw some jokes around and goof or whatever. You'll go walk in and just, like, you know, like, scratch your butt. like, But in a really awkward fashion where everyone's like, is he really, like, scratching his butt in front? And it's it's done for effect. It's not done because you, you have an itch. You got to keep everybody on their toes. Like, my thing used to be turkey taps, but everybody knows that I'm going to turkey tap them. And now touching has become, like, really off limits around here, so, like, there's like we're not giving hugs away or turkey taps. 
So that's just part of it. So Credit card your butt. That's right. So this video uh, was based on the idea of, like, let's show slices of life around the radio station. And every single day after his show was over, it would either be Chris Domino or Nick Cellini would go sit on the big, long couch. <laughs> and It's like the Bang Bros casting couch. It's a casting couch. <laughs> it, is, it is like the nastiest, <laughs> most comfortable thing that we have in the building. Like, everybody just gravitates towards that couch and... Just goes and sits there and, you know, you jump on your phone for a minute or you take a phone call or whatever on that couch. Domino, are you comfortable? Why don't you take off your sleeves? Well, so in this video, what you're going to hear, and by the way, I have the entire 42 seconds worth of it. The video? Yes. Did you post it? I posted the video and I have the video, the audio version that is part of of this podcast. So all 42 seconds of it. You're going to hear. Out of nowhere, there's a there's a still there's a, a camera that Caitlin is holding up in front of the couch because Hoyt has decided that he is going to <laughs> jump onto the couch and make like an entrance next to Chris Domino. So you hear this tap, which is, and that is Hoyt's foot hitting the side of the couch as he's launching himself <laughs> into the air to land on the couch. <laughs> but what happens is he hits that couch so hard. And lands on his pen. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing that nobody knows in the video. So, and you'll hear him on the audio be like, as he's like whimper crying, I landed on my pen. There was a pen with no cap on in my back pocket, which went right into my ass (laughs) as I landed. And the entire time... Domino's barely moved. Like he's just sitting there and he glances glances over at him and just says like something along the lines of like, Yeah, you good? <laughs> just and then Domino keeps looking over at the camera at Caitlin, who's trying to keep a straight face. We're all laughing. And he just goes, He broke the couch. <laughs> because we legitimately heard a breaking sound of the wood underneath the couch. Yeah. So here is the audio of Hoyt breaking the couch. Broke yeah. <laughs> yeah. How you doing over there? <laughs> what did you land on? Wow. What do you mean, what did he land on? Did you, did you break the couch? We're okay. Did you break the couch? Did you break his headphones? I don't want to get up. No, they still work. <laughs> By the way, the couch now is just something structurally <laughs> changed. <laughs> this couch is not it's broken. Yeah, it's even over here, I can feel something's different. Don't take a picture! It's broken. Something is broken. Thanks. All right. It's going to do it for us for tonight. Yeah, thanks for doing that. Just thought it was fun. Next week, we can play you when Josh Hamilton dropped the ball in the playoffs. How about that? We could do that. You're the one, though. <laughs> You played it. I forgot about it. You played it earlier this week of the, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was looking in my folder for folder in my industry terms where I keep my audio in different folders, and I was looking for Chuck's oh, no, and I was like, what is Hoyt oh, no? And it, oh, no. <laughs> and I clicked on it, and you just start losing it behind me. You're like, I, play it again. Play it again. Play it again. I'd, I'd completely forgotten about that. The other one that I'd forgotten about, too, that we've got to find. Oh, no. Do you remember when I did, um, this was two years ago, the, the three-point shootout challenge so I could I could basically show that I could hit the same amount of three-pointers or more than the Houston Rockets did when they hit like four out of 37? 
Is this when you lost to a girl at the Hawks tournament? No, that was a different time. Oh, I finished okay. second, okay? Second. She was a Georgia Tech basketball player. Is what I said wrong? Uh, yeah, I lost. <laughs> but the other piece of audio that we have that's still out there, do you remember when you were trying? Oh, no, my nut shot. When we were trying, you were trying to bounce the basketball between your legs and make it go into the hoop and you realized the first time you didn't do it hard enough so the second time you like spiked it into the ground and it went directly into your groin like that's the other one that i'm like we got to find that piece of audio i got to find that video somewhere yeah stuff happens to me whatever take Um, us out moment of silence black panther Uh, Bob and Amarillo. today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required.